And now, Screwed Up Sound Effects Theater. And now, here is Screwed Up Sound Effects Theater. The name's Spokowski, Detective Mel Spokowski. I was sitting in my office one night when I received an important visitor. <laughs> Someone's at the door. Come in. Hiya, Spokowski. What, were you born in a barn? Shut the door behind you. All right. There, you satisfied? What can I do for you? Mind if I smoke? All right. What did you want to see me about? Mind if I pull up a chair? Be my guest. Now come to the point. What did you want to see me about? I understand my wife has hired you to snoop on me. What proof do you have of that? This piece of paper here. <coughs> that piece of paper doesn't prove anything. Well, then what about this photo? Where'd you get that? Never mind. But it's all the proof I need to put you on permanent vacation. Oh, no! A gun! Don't shoot! Eat lead, Spokowski! <laughs> Join us again next time on Screwed Up Sound Effects Theater. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast, hosted by Pat Cashman. Gorgeous to look at. And Lisa Foster. She's dangerous. Clean. You're off. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. <laughs> can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it. It's love and time. I'd like you to meet our very charming little drummer, Viola Smith. This woman was called the fastest girl drummer in the world. And yeah, they had to put the word girl in there too. Of course. To uh, qualify it. Uh, but she might have just, frankly, just been the fastest drummer in the world. She just passed away. Had a pretty good run, I guess you would say, because she was 107 years old. Just a month short of 108. Wow. Viola Smith. You would have thought she'd have played the viola, but she didn't. She played the drums. She was uh, with a group called Francis Carroll and her coquettes. And this recording is from 1939, and listen to her go. Pretty cool. Yeah. Viola a, Smith. You told me about her. I looked her up, and she's she's a great broad, man. Yeah. And she looks like she's having a blast yeah. on the drums. Yeah. She was on the uh, Ed Sullivan show. Now, ladies and gentlemen, these four attractive youngsters here, these are the coquettes, and they're going to sing an oldie for you. Girls, go round and round. <laughs> Right now, here is <laughs> Wild Smith. Yeah, does anybody know who Ed Sullivan is anymore? He was I big. That was I a know. big deal. I the Ed Sullivan know. Show for you whippersnappers, and I know there aren't any, but 
they uh, Ed, Ed Sullivan wasn't even really a TV guy. He was a newspaper yeah, columnist. I it always was odd to me that he was I, got tapped to be a TV personality because he just didn't have any. He had zero. No, none. He, he just sort of walked out. Which maybe was and walked out. maybe that was part of his appeal, but. I don't know. I didn't appeal to me. Later in uh, later in life, uh, if you were wanted to be somebody in showbiz, you had to be on the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. From Hollywood, the Tonight Show, starring Johnny Carson. Well, that's how Ed Sullivan was back earlier than that, fifties and sixties. If you were a big deal, you were on the Ed Sullivan Show, and of course, yeah. that's where the Beatles debuted in this country. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Well, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, here they are, the young fellows from Liverpool. A bill. Yeah. He had no idea what he, all he knew was I know, I that know. what was, what people wanted to see and hear and and uh, so Viola Smith made uh, the cut on Ed Sullivan. That's very cool. Yeah, she did. She was okay. apparently in a couple of films, and she was also in a Broadway musical. Uh, the musical she was in uh, Cabaret the, uh, on Broadway. What good is sitting alone in your room? Come hear the music play. Well, how, do you, how about that? Yeah, pretty cool. Uh, so, uh, here, here we are. We're doing this again. Uh, it is post-election time now. We have, it is, but we have one more um, uh, passing away to talk about, and oh, that is the, Alec Trebek passed away this oh. last week. Oh, yeah, yeah. And now, here is the host of Jeopardy, Alex Trebek. Nancy. Who is Larry David? Right. Monica. What is gymnastics? Yes, Ken. I get to say it to Alex. What is OK Boomer? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Who passed away last week? Yeah. Put it in the form of a question. How do you feel about that? Well, I, I don't know how replaceable he will be. I think it'll be really difficult. That's the question. My yeah. hunch is, here's my hunch. you got to replace him with uh, a woman, I think. Yes. And or Thank a you. person of color. Thank uh, you. Both. Yeah. Yes. Because otherwise, Agreed. if it's another one, they're just going to be criticized. No, he's not as good as she's not as good. So it, it's inevitable. But uh, that show is so hugely successful, it will continue on without yeah. him. But and uh, he taped um, uh, episodes apparently up through another couple of uh, another month. I think we've got hmm. episodes of him. So if it's confusing to people who are tuning in, going, "Wait, just a cotton pick a minute." Looks I pretty good to me. Gone. Yeah, it's yeah. because that's all those are taped a month, month, couple months in advance. So Yeah, and I think you taped a whole bunch of intros for old shows as well recently. Mm -hmm. So, um, and you know, that's the kind of show that doesn't really have a timestamp on it when you think about it. So they can just rerun that show for another year or two until they come up with somebody to replace him. So there's mm -hmm. no hurry on that, I think. People will yeah. actually be comforted by seeing him in mm -hmm. that uh, position for a while. But yeah, uh, yeah. What, what a 80, successful 80 career. 80 years old. 
Yeah, 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 absolutely. You know, uh, I was reading somebody. Uh, somebody said, uh, "I don't want to wind up as a as a game show host. That would be such ignominy to be a." Ta- Do you know that guys Why like not? Pat Sajak? No kidding. For example, he's making fifteen million dollars a year, and he works exactly. he works four days a month. I mean, how sweet is that? Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't really have to do anything hard. No. It, it, Just show I mean, up, pretty not much. Gondola ride through Venice. Yeah. What country do you think we're sending you to? Paris. <laughs> France. Do we still get it? It's not like if you could make fifteen million a year digging ditches and or shoveling horse poop, you'd do it. But yeah. they don't have to do either of those things. They yeah. get to sit in a nice, warm studio and and yeah, and work four days a month at four yeah. at four days a wear month. Wear nice clothes. Yeah. you and, shoot uh, uh, you shoot five shows a day. There's a month's mm-hmm. worth over four days. You're gone. You can yeah. go either put your feet up. You could go <laughs> uh, write a book. You could go exactly. travel in Europe. I mean, it's 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 a great life. And yeah, uh, so. Uh, Alex Trebek uh, had had that as well, but uh, he he was mm-hmm. really seemed like a very nice nice person. Uh, we had Ken Jennings, yes, uh, Seattle area fellow who won a poop load of money on that show, yeah. and he and, and, and so I had him on a, a TV show I did a few years ago, and he he confirmed that Alex Trebek is the real deal. He was a really yeah. fine gentleman and yeah somebody that uh, that would know because he worked. With him and was on with him for some weeks. Next up now to try and stump Ken Jennings. Hi there, I'm the Graz, Dave Grosby from 710 ESPN Radio. Now, in the classic Abbott and Costello baseball routine, we know who's on first and what's on second. But what about the guy playing third? I don't know. He's right! Damn! Well, how are you doing? Putting all that aside, as you said, we're we're post-election now, but um, still feels like we're in free fall. I know you and I were texting quite a bit that day. How are you feeling now? Well, uh, we—it's no secret to people who listen to this podcast uh, where our sentiments lie, uh, as far as who uh, we voted for. But uh, we, uh, my wife and I, bought this nice bottle of champagne. Yes. And it's still sitting in the refrigerator. Oh. We we don't know what to do with it. We don't know when is the time to pop it. I mean, I know uh, it, it uh, you know, Joe Biden is the president-elect, and despite mm. the efforts of uh, uh, one particular individual, that is incontrovertible, and it's going to happen, and that's the way it is. But well, I would, maybe the I, day's January it's 20th. Inaugur- yeah, maybe Inauguration yeah, Day we pop was, it. That's I don't what know. I was... And it, it was just such an odd day and an odd few days. Out. It was like every day, and I was texting you. I'm like, every day I wake up and it's still election day. Yeah. <laughs> I wish that there would be. And I didn't think anything was going to be happening on Saturday because it was a weekend. But Saturday, and I have a, I have a kind of a dumb question for you, but I'm sure well, you'll Well, you come know. to the right source, I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, I, 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 I keep hearing, and, and I don't know that I... I don't know that I disagree with this, but I keep hearing, you know, the media shouldn't be calling the winner. Okay, that's fine. Who does who does step up and go, all right, I'm the authority, and here is the winner? Who does that? 
And well, so when, so like you said, when when you you don't know when to pop the champagne, who are we waiting for to say this? Yeah. Well, you've got to. It's got to be the voting commission or whatever authority it is in any That's given what I mean. state. Who is that? Who well, is that? Oh, so each every, state. Every state's got one. But I mean, there were even networks like Fox Network that were awarding. I think it was Arizona to Biden before mm-hmm. even the other networks did. Um, so, you know, that, that that's one thing. But now that it's official by, by any measure, this continuing obstinance about uh, accepting the outcome is just, it will, to me, it just confirms the decision that voters made. This guy's got to go. I mean, just, just well, just, they're having a party today as we are taping this. They're good, having the good. million MAGA MAGA million march where people are not you, you're saying they're just not accepting it. They don't believe it. There's a big difference. I don't if, think so. I, I don't think there are very many people it, not believing it. I don't think there. Don't you is, think? Is, no, I don't. Three. I think I saw a stat that three uh, percent of the country. Uh, believe it believe that this is rigged somehow know. that's just three percent uh, most know. people uh, yeah m- many of his supporters want to fight on because he does but but uh privately i i don't believe anybody really thinks this there's no reason for it. there's been no evidence presented it's it's you don't uh, have to have evidence they don't baloney. have uh, I, I know it's baloney to you and i but Again, the people that don't accept don't have to have evidence. They just don't accept on the basis that they don't want to accept it. Well, when the identical electoral totals happened uh, four years ago, I know. Uh, the man I know. in charge just declared you're that it was trotting. a landslide. Now, yes. uh, now it's in doubt. So, and you're trotting out reasonable arguments that I understand, but you're not dealing with reasonable people who think that way. That that is a very reasoned argument, but it it doesn't land um, squarely with anybody who thinks. Well, when when push comes to shove, I'll take reason every time. So well, I agree with you. I mean, that's the way that. Hey, um, you before we began recording today, you told me about a uh, a phenomenon that was taking place with you, (laughs) and my uh, my dear (laughs) partner Patty Cashman is here as well. And um, I would like oh her to, uh, I'm going to actually take my headphones off here and let her hear your situation, because I know she'll have some thoughts about this. Uh, Shorty, can you come over here, please? I'll give you the headphones. Now, you're, you're okay with talking about this, right, Lisa? Sure. Okay. I don't care. Right. The eight people that listen to the podcast probably this won't shock them at all so yeah well let, let me pull the pod let me pull the headsets out here so she can hear you now through okay. my hey, laptop guys. what are you guys talking about oh uh, i don't know um i'm, I'm hearing myself. myself this is distracting me um now you know how we feel yeah she can't hear me right pat yeah she can hear you oh shit yeah oh, do you want to uh do you want to put the headphones on so It'll be easier on Lisa on her end. Yeah, let's go. Go ahead. Go ahead, uh, caller. Um. Anyway, I uh, this was something I, I have to take my headphones off because I I'm hearing. Yeah, myself. that's okay. So I had said to you, Pat. Oh, uh, I don't know. A few months ago, you had asked me, "How are you doing?" And I said, "Well, I do have something I want to talk to you about." And then <laughs> we went on a whole 
another tangent on things and we never got around to it. And I said, well, you know, it's the end of the podcast. I wanted to share something with you and see what your feelings were about it. We never got around to it. So, okay, so now we're getting around to it. what it is, is that I have kind of found myself in a position. I now, now let's back up for a minute. We, what, what, we're talk, what we're talking arena. about here is that and you're on a, I feel like this is a, a weird time, first of all, to be doing it because of COVID and all of that. But I just feel like right now is a kind of a good time to do it. But my challenge is this, that I don't think I can, I'm feeling good. You know, I've, I'm, my health is great. I've, um, I've lost some weight since this COVID period. I'm feeling my really my at my healthiest, and I'm not getting any younger. But um, my problem is that I am farting all the time, and I clearly cannot date anybody in this situation. And the problem is because I'm I'm eating well. I've been eating you know, proteins and vegetables for the last seven months. Oh, there's your problem, and it right occurs there. to me that cookies do not make you fart. And and ice cream doesn't make you fart. Hershey bars don't make you fart. Potato chips do not make you fart. But when you're eating vegetables, so I have a choice. I can either be fart-free and fat, or I can be um, – thinner and um, just not able to be around anybody. So therein lies my dilemma about my decision to try to start dating once again. So I'm going to, I'm going to put my, I'm going to put, I'm going to put my headphones back on because I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I, I couldn't tell the story with hearing is this is very distracting to me. So now I can hear you, but I'll be quiet. Okay. I'm putting my <laughs> headphones back on and giving them to uh, Patricia here who has heard your problem and uh her now she I'm can sorry, react. I'm trying, I'm trying to wipe a grin off my face. <laughs> I know it's like, what do I do? I'm like, and I'm I'm just really resistant to be dating anyway. Online well, you know, dating you know, is you know, so they've weird. That, they've got those weird sites like uh, uh, Farmers R Us or something like that. Farmers maybe, only. You know, yeah. yeah, farmers only. Maybe they've got farters only. Well, no, I don't want to date a farter, and why would a farter want to date me? I mean, I, I, that's not, uh, not the solution. But anyway, I, I'm not really looking for a solution. I just wanted to share my, my. of course, that now that I've, I'm have i kind of ready to I haven't dated in years. It's been years. Well, you look, it's you, been like a decade. You look fabulous, and, um, oh, and, you. and you've got, you know. But I smell horrible. Well, so you're, you know, honestly, because you know that I love you. Um, you have really interesting choice in men, so there's that. And um, you know, you you love unconditionally, and unfortunately, you date men who don't. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> I, I I'm hoping that I've I've uh, corrected my thinking on that. I like I said, I've not dated in eight years. It's been eight years. Well, um, can you come with a disclaimer? <laughs> I, I I don't know. Like like uh, you could wear a T-shirt that said, "If yeah. you're reading this, I fart all the." Uh, this is a true story. I'm going to tell you a story, and this is. Honestly... I'm wondering, isn't there something you can take to like? And I mean, yes. Okay, like not, can't I? If I'm eating broccoli, can I take something that will counteract the broccoli's effect? Yes, Beano. My question. Beano. Yeah, you know Beano. B E N. What? Okay, now what? Yeah, I, you know what? It didn't work for me. So am I not Did taking? Take should package? I eat the whole bottle? Do I eat the whole bottle? Because I think no, it's. No, then I'm afraid take... that you'll implode. 
Yeah. You'll just explode. Um, <laughs> okay, two things. One, I was working with my daughter downtown Seattle in a place that, that sucks fat out of people. And we were getting ready to do a surgery. And this lady said to me, uh, she now granted she was sedated and I'm not, I'm not naming, so I'm not, you know, the HIPAA thing. She said, I'm getting this done because my husband divorced me. And we went, he didn't like fat? No, because I fart all the time. Uh, and that's honestly what she said to us. I fart yeah. all the time. And all he, the time. And he left her. <laughs> yeah, well, this is why I have a concern. I, you're making my case for me. You're not making me feel any better. There had to be more to it than that. <laughs> so... I'm, I, yeah. Well, I we know. can hardly get through the surgery. We're waiting for the explosions to happen, I must tell you. So <laughs> I guess, you know. But when we woke her up, we did tell her, you know, sedated, you don't hardly fart at all. So, you know, there was a bright spot to that story. You didn't like it. So it says spot. the, I'm looking up Beano. It says it has reduced the number of flatulent events. It, but reduction is not what I'm after. I would like elimination of Okay, possible. well, it's called, I mean, careful what you wish for because uh, Lomatil will, I mean, there are, there are those things. There's somebody who's, like, when you Google that, does Beano work? Then they give you these other Google suggestions. One of them says, somebody's been asking, why do I fart all day? I'm pretty sure that was me. I'm pretty sure I typed that in. But they say that doc, doctors say the average person farts anywhere from 5 to 15 times a day. Oh my God! If only that would be my dream. Wow, whose right job there. is that? That would be my dream. Whose bowl. job is that to count that? That a study? You're, you know, who? How do you interview for that job? Well, we're gonna have you um, count farts, and so we can come up with an average, so we can stick it on the side of our Beano box. All right. All joking aside, Beano. It's a product that contains an enzyme that breaks down complex carbohydrates in your stomach. And that way, when you eat foods that have the complex carbohydrates, such as beans, it'll break them down and your body will be able to digest them and you won't get the gas that's produced when your body can't break down those carbohydrates. So, yeah, it's beans and beans and raw vegetables. I mean, and that's the problem. I've, I'm eating great. See, this is why... This is exactly why you should always just eat cookies and ice cream. Right I agree. There. We Pat and I had this conversation this morning. I said, you know what? I'm going to stop cooking and just start baking because that's all we want to eat anyway. Just, yeah, you know, exactly. bake goods, cake and exactly. cookies and pies. And yeah, and they don't make you fart. So there. So what kind of foods can you be using this Beano for? Well, the main one is the one it's named after, and that's beans because they're really hard to digest. Um, but there's other also very common foods that you can use this with cauliflower broccoli a lot of whole grains that are also hard for your body to digest there's a bunch of different products i'm not going to name every one you can look them up yourself see if it's worth it but um, there are quite a few foods that you can use this to eat before here's what i'd really like here's the deal there are people i've been kind of researching these um, effects of COVID and one of the things about COVID is you apparently lose your sense of taste and your sense of smell so that would be uh -huh. ideal if I could just and if he were <laughs> deaf that would help too because they're quite loud well so far you're painting I don't know if there's a yeah. website like that my guys deaf, who don't have a sense of taste smell deaf non-smelling guys yeah, that would be my ideal completely. match right now if you can't hear that how about great. this a lot of air freshener and play music really loud. Like tell them yeah. you're into heavy metal. 
yeah there you yeah go. i i think it, it'll be a good look well that you know this is really a problem and i think it warranted all this time talking about i don't it. know why pat did this i'm sorry you got dragged in i thought i was talking because to i literally got dragged in I know. I was walking I by know. the door and he drug me I'm in. I'm sure the listeners are finding this fascinating. So, yes, okay, let's I'll keep doing this. I'll give you back this. to the main event. Bye. <laughs> the answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. The answer is blowing in the wind. She walked away. Okay. Um, I I think there, the good news for you is that uh, you can't really go readily on dates anyway right now during COVID time. And the other good thing is that it would be quite natural for a potential suitor to wear a mask. Okay. But you know, once I put that woman on the microphone, it's off to the races. I don't know everything that you said there. I'll find out when I put this little podcast together. A barrel of fun. Here's something I, I thought was uh, I ran across this art. Oh, well, I ran a couple across a couple of articles, and neither one of them are at all related to each other. But I thought it might be uh, something I'd like to get your comment on. First of all, this is kind of close to home for you in a way because uh, out of the New York Times, officials have uh, vacuumed the country's first nest of so-called murder hornets. Yeah. And they did this last month, as, as you know, up in Washington State. Not far from uh, your aunt's neck of the woods up there near the border of Canada. Yes. And uh, they, they got these Asian giant hornets, the ones that everybody's calling murder hornets, because it sounds cooler. And you've seen all the menacing headlines and stuff. Well, last month... After people started seeing these across the Pacific Northwest, officials in the state discovered and removed the first known murder hornet nest in the United States. Which begs the question, why were they there in Blaine, Washington? Uh, They found 112 worker hornets, hundreds of larvae and pupae, pupae, pupae. The life stage after larvae. And uh, they found some eggs, some male hornets, and... Uh, I thought they found two queens, too, yeah, as well, well, which is important. you got to get the queens. Yeah, they said when you see relatively small nests that are able to pop out 200 queens, it gives you a little bit of pause because eventually each of those queens could be a new nest. Yes. So uh, that's just one nest they found. Uh, we're doomed. Let's face it. Yeah. I mean, you know, Trump and, and uh, Biden in their debates, they talked about various things, but neither of them brought up the murder <laughs> hornet issue. Yeah. And uh, it's just like, well, let's don't talk about that because that that's, uh, that's just too scary. Um, it is scary. It'd be ironic after all that we've gone through in this year, 2020, that what takes down the nation and the world are a bunch of insects. But, I'm kidding. Yeah, they're supposed to be deadly. And and not only that, they're killing the bees and we need bees to live. Oh, I know people I don't think know. we need bees, but you got to have the bees if you're going to live. 
The bees are the things that are pollinating the crap that we eat. All those vegetables I'm eating, pollinated yeah. by bees. Yeah, like they say if the bees were wiped out, we the rest of us would hang on for about four or five years. And then our Maybe. whole planet would be abandoned. And, yeah, and, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah, so, that is some crazy be nice stuff to bees. right there. The other thing yeah. I, uh, the other article I saw was uh, that there are some, uh, you know, I'm a Catholic myself, and the Pope was always a very big deal. And back when he passed away, John, Pope John Paul II, uh, people immediately started saying, this guy is an instant saint. Let's make him a saint right now. What are we waiting for? Usually you're supposed to let history have its place and all that. But they said, now let's get him a, make him a saint now. There's various steps to sainthood. I, I, I've not taken the first step myself yet, but you get beatified and then you, you know, then you had, in the old days, you had to have like a, a series of miracles uh, in addition to just being a nice person. And, uh, and it was this Pope, in fact, John Paul II, that said, okay, it used to be two miracles, now it's just one. Just one miracle is enough. I don't know what miracle he had. But they have, uh, they're on the way to, if he's not already, they used to have a five-year requirement, but now let's just make him a saint right now. But now there are some people that are saying, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This, this uh, Pope, as wonderful as he was, seemed to turn a blind eye to uh, survivors of sexual abuse and um, uh, some yep. cardinals, including a disgraced former prelate, Theodore E. McCarrick, uh, who, uh, uh, and, and they're saying, you know, John Paul II kind of looked the other way during some of this stuff. Do we want, yeah. should he be a saint? Now, I guess you could make the, the you know, the case that, well, he was deceived by this, by this uh, Cardinal McCarrick or Bishop McCarrick or whoever he was, and that should not, that should not keep him from being considered a saint just because somebody lied to him. Mm. Or did they? Did mm. he know, but did look the other? I guess all of the people are saying is, let's just slow down on this saint thing a little bit. What, what's, what's the benefit of having saint on your resume anyway? What does well, that it looks good you? on a business card. Of course. <laughs> is, it a, is it a title? Do you have to say Saint Pat Cashman? No, Do you have be, to say that? Yeah. Oh, gosh. If I was a saint, that would definitely be in front. St. <laughs> Pat. Are you kidding me? Saint, saint well, there Pat, is a St. Saint Pat. St. Saint Patrick, saint. but not that one. I would add that part <laughs> parenthetically. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. But the different and, one. And why is there? Why is it all guys? I mean, there's only like a couple of chicks that got sainted. And well, it's I like, think you there's know some what? chicks. No, I did. I said there are a few, a few but saint there's... St. Bridget. There was, but Saint the majority. Saint, you, don't, you don't have to prove it to me. My point is that is it, the 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 proportion is way out of whack here, and we all know that it's a it's the boys' club. That's when they're like, okay, we have to let a couple girls in, or it'll look bad. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I you're not going to like my answer, but the answer the, the answer is silly. really simple, Lisa. It is that guys <laughs> tend to be better people than women do. <laughs> uh, I think that that is. <laughs> 
<laughs> that is demonstrable. I think the whole thing's dumb and it's a waste of time. And can't we just do other something else? Spend our energy on something else that makes a difference well, instead of arguing over who should be a saint and who. Because it doesn't do anybody any good if you're a saint or not a saint. Well, it does the saint good. And it's subjective Although they're usually too, de- by the way. They're always dead, by the way. They, there's no living saints. You oh, hear, really? You hear well, then the, that's dumb. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, that, how on and that, earth are you supposed to take advantage of being called a saint? Exactly. How are you supposed to make money? And over people. Exactly. If I wrote a yeah, book, how do you, if I wrote a book called My Life by Pat Cashman, nobody would buy it. But My Life by Saint Pat Cashman, ka-ching, ka-ching. It's my I can't vigorously disagree with you there, but you raise a whole other thing. You think about it, uh, Christian God, Buddhist God, uh, Hindu, uh, right on down the line, they're all guys. The guys are, yeah, what, what women are gods. That, well, they, They're associated with gods, like, you know, the Virgin Mary is pretty close. She, she, I mean, let's just say that she was familiar with the son of God, but uh, and, and indeed, uh, gave uh, virgin birth to him. They say, but but in <laughs> oh, terms okay. of in yeah, terms I of yeah, I buy that. It, it, but it, go it, ahead. It could happen. It could happen. Okay, okay. Yeah, you already know how I feel about all of this. I think all yeah. religion is nonsense. I think it's made up. And the reason all the gods are guys is because it's the guys who made up the religion. Silly. Well, I but. think I think there's I'm getting just a hint of jealousy in there. <laughs> uh, Might be a little bit. A little envy coming through. <laughs> yeah, you know me well. When I poo-poo something, it's because I'm very envious and mad. God, but what a gig yeah, that would be to be a saint. Oh my yeah, God! You come, you come in for. A, there was a guy that worked. But at you'll King. never know. You'll never know if you're ever anointed, because you just said there's no living saints, yeah. right? Is there any living saints? Well, there is uh, Jill St. John, <laughs> and uh, there was a guy at King. There was a guy at King TV. You yeah, remember his, Saint. His name was Saint Brian. Saint was his first name. Saint Brian. That's how you do it. God, does that put pressure on the kid though? <laughs> You have to go to school your first day. And everybody tell us what your name is. Larry. Mark. <laughs> Dolores. Saint. Jimmy. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. But back up. What did you say your name was? Uh, Saint. 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 Okay. Well, Mr. well, Saint, well. How about a miracle or two? Yeah. Big man. Let's see what you got. It'd be, it'd be way too funny. much pressure for any kid. Yeah. And when the saints go marching in, I want to be one of them. I want to be one of them. What were we talking about? Is it something that have, you made me no think idea. about uh, as something that was so infuriating that would make a person scream? And, <laughs> and this is something we've talked about before. Uh, but in the very distant path, uh, past, I can't believe, in fact, you told me the other day that this podcast, if, if somebody said, how long have you been doing that podcast? I'd mm-hmm. say, a hmm, couple years. Yeah. You told me it's been eight, eight. eight years. That eight is not possible. Years. Eight that years. That is not possible. Do you know that we've done the podcast, I think, longer than you and I were on the radio together? That's true. That is true, I actually. That's true. Yeah. 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 
So I there think, you go. Uh, we were on on and off. Yeah, I mean, let's just think about that. We were on, uh, nobody cares about this anyway, but I think we were on King Radio for like a year. Then we were on uh, Cairo the buzz. FM, The Buzz, for three, three and a half years maybe. Then on then Como, Como for a little over three, three years. years. So yeah, yeah, that doesn't even add up to eight. You're right. No, You're right. I know. Yeah. Where does the time go? When you're not having any fun. I know. But I but hey. the subject of screams in movies is one that keeps coming up again and again, and I saw a big article about it yet again, uh, that that is a business, that is a job in the movie business, movie and TVs. Oh, uh, as a voiceover. screamers, yeah. Yes. Just like yeah. voiceover artists, yeah. Yeah. And you say, well, anybody can scream, can't they? No, I guess not. It has to have a certain sort of resonance, and you have to be versatile. I mean, what are you screaming at? Did you see something terrifying? Did you see a dead body, a guy with his head cut off? Uh, mm-hmm. Are you are you just frustrated because you can't uh, get uh, to the front of the line at McDonald's? I mean, what are the different kinds of screams? There's a scream called the Wilhelm, which is a stock scream, which I think was first heard, they said, in a 1958 western and this is the wilhelm and if you pay attention you'll hear, you hear it, it everywhere you'll hear it everywhere. everywhere yeah it's yeah. like the go-to scream and uh and nobody knows for sure who wilhelm was or how the scream came about but it is everywhere and uh there's you know the tarzan yell very famous and it's sort of a scream or kind of a thing that says, hey, I'm here, I'm coming, watch out. But it's actually a combination of a guy yelling and it's a bunch of other noises they put in there as well Yeah. to come out like that. So those you're you're kind of talking about guy screams. I have a couple yeah. of um I have a couple of actresses whose screams I can't I cannot bear. I cannot oh. bear them. Well, you know, and Faye the, Ray uh, was famous for screaming in King Kong, but that wasn't even... That's a even, good scream. That wasn't that's even her scream. own scream. Yeah, it was another oh, well, okay. stunt but scream, it's a good, I believe. Well, they should have used a stunt screen for a couple, scream for a couple of these. The first person whose scream I cannot take is Serica. Serica. I'm not even drunk. Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> Oh my God! And she and I, she's in my, you know, I one of my favorite series, Sex in the City, mm-hmm. and she's in uh, oh, several movies that I like. I I do like her as an actress. I know a lot of people don't, but I do. But man, when she screams, it's like nails on a chalkboard. It's horrible. Hmm. And then the other actress. Now, now what's who, horrible about it? It's just gotta. It's I don't know. Is it not it's, convincing? <laughs> It's it's not that it's not convincing. It's just annoying. It's like she's like yelling, not screaming. It, it, I don't know. And I and her voice doesn't bother me at all. Her voice is not annoying to me. But when she screams, it's really annoying to me. It's just terrible. And then another scream, and this is probably one of the most unusual screams that you've probably ever heard. I don't know if you've watched the movie uh, Ready or Not. There's a, a wonderful. No, it's a no. horror movie. Uh, with a wonderful actress named Samara Weaving. Samara Weaving. And she's a really good actress. I thought that was the name of a business. Samara Weaving. I swear there's a store downtown. (laughs) I had a rug done down there. Yeah. She's great. But, man, she's got a scream that is 
it is definitely convincing, but it's really uncomfortable to hear her scream. I don't know if you'll be able to pull a clip of her screaming, but I'll it's try. it's really I can't take it. <laughs> and I like the movies that she's in, but I can't take her scream. It's I can't I can't listen to it. That's interesting. That's very yeah. interesting. Yeah. Hey. So <laughs> sort of sounds like Starsky and Hutch peeling out. Yeah, well, uh, what do you say? Hey, one of my favorite movies, it's an oldie. Of course, if it's old, I like it. But there was a movie, uh, Boris Karloff was the star of it, way back in the 30s, called The Mummy. Now, this wasn't the the later mummies. This was the first black-white movie. Guys, you know, uh, they discover him in a tomb, and he's a mummy and all of that. And then he comes to life. (laughs) I like how you say that. And then they find him, and, and he's a mummy, he's a mummy and, and, you know. and, then they, and then he comes to life. And, <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then he, uh, they declare him a saint and all of that. <laughs> and it's Saint Mummy. He's Saint Mummy. And they do a bunch of Saint Mummy uh, ones. But he, uh, there's a guy that, uh, when the mummy comes to life, the mummy kind of walks up behind him, and the guy turns around and sees him. And rather than a long, protracted, Sort of scream like that. His yeah. is just barely can squeeze it out. This is it. <laughs> the guy is literally scared out of his wits, and he goes nuts. scream out it just yeah. be, just be a strangled oh my god i can't isn't believe how that, scared i am isn't that the i have dreams like that when i i don't have nightmares often but in my nightmares i can't scream and let anybody know that the mummy's gonna get me yeah that's, that's a, a classic, terrible feeling classic not, nightmare yeah yeah you can't scream yeah so yeah, there yeah. you go spooky spooky stuff I know. <laughs> hey one more thing before we go what is it over already? It, it believe it or not, it is because half of it was half of this podcast was talking you're, about gas. And so. by the way, you're gonna have to cut most of that out. It's, Am I? Uh, yeah. Okay. You <laughs> yeah. know I will. I because I still have things to talk to you about. I'm not finished with my dating stuff yet. Oh, you're not? Oh, okay. No. Well, then we don't need to quit. I was okay. just gonna mention a Netflix series, like I did oh, about my. I know octopus. what you're gonna say. I know what you're going to say, and I'm going to watch the octopus thing tonight, but I know what you're going to say. You're going to say the Queen's Gambit, aren't yes, you? Yes, I am. You're. I you're know. Good. Isn't it good? It's great. It's, it's great. really good. Men are going to come along and want to teach you things. Doesn't make them any smarter. You just let them blow by, and you go on ahead and do just what and how you feel like. Someday you're going to be all alone. So you need to figure out how to take care of yourself. Yeah, okay, so that, that's all say? we need to say. The Queen's Gambit. <laughs> that's, yeah. It, and if I told you it's about a, a girl who's 
uh, prolific at playing chess, you'd say, I don't want to watch that. I know. It seems like a really boring I don't know how to yawner, play chess. I don't care. Boring. No, you're yeah. going to love it. It's, it's fantastic. It's really good. Yeah. yeah it's a good Well good, acted good and just compelling. Okay. I just started watching it this week. And one other thing I wanted to mention to you, too, about election night, what, what you think we didn't get to. I don't know if you saw this. Um, <laughs> these stats on uh, the Google searches on election night. Do you want to know what the top three Google searches on election night were? Let me see were? if I could guess. You can probably guess. <laughs> uh, well, was it like uh, how to make a martini? Well, you're close. The first, the top uh, Google search that hit an all-time high on election night was liquor stores near me. That is funny. <laughs> Like you wouldn't already know that after this year? Well, maybe not. Maybe that's the whole point is people who normally wouldn't drink heavily are all like, I don't know, is there a liquor store near? Because I need that. chug a lug chug a lug Make you want to holler high Burns your tummy, don't you know? chug a lug chug a lug The second one, what do you think? So they, you were very close on the first one. Is you there the a dispensary one? near me? <laughs> no, but you're close on that one. The second um, uh, second one was anxiety, just the word anxiety. People mm. were Googling that. Yeah, I get it. And then what do you think the third one was that skyrocketed on? Well, I don't think any of them are going to be. Uh, is there a precedent for um, an election like this or anything historical? I, I doubt any of no. that came into you're play. Right. You're right. What, uh, what, what are some other good shows on Netflix right now? No, the third one was that hit that skyrocketed was move to Canada. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. That was the third one. So those were the three most Googled things yeah. on election night. And what people store near me? What people anxiety need, and move to. Yeah, Canada. and what people need to know is Canada doesn't want you. They're, they're, they're filled up. They don't need that's anybody. That's true. And yeah. we can't get there anyway. The borders are closed. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, we can't get there anyway. Okay, uh, uh, here's another here's another series I wanted to plug. It's not a Netflix series. I think it's on Showtime or HBO. I'm sorry, I can't be sure. Uh, I can't remember, but it is unbelievably good. And the performance by Ethan Hawke, who I never thought much of as an actor, he was married to Uma Thurman, you know. Oh my gosh, he's good in this. You, you'll be astounded. It's called Good Lord Bird, and it is about the abolitionist John Brown. My name is Captain John Brown! <laughs> but it's not really a pedantic, preachy, anti-slavery treatise documentary mm -hmm. it's it's a drama but it is filled with a lot of humor surprisingly enough and it's just phenomenally great ethan hawk should win a best actor award and it's a project he executive produced and he said it's the best work he's ever done what's and it called I, again it's called i haven't heard of it the good lord bird which will okay. be explained when you watch the series it's a limited series <laughs> maybe seven eight episodes something like that can't recommend it enough it is very mm -hmm. different the acting is tremendous by the entire cast. But mm -hmm. Ethan Hawke, I, I'm telling you right now, that guy's going to get an Emmy for this. It's fantastic. Nice. Good. Really great. I'm looking forward okay, to here's, that. Okay, uh, here's – so so let's get back to you uh, about I just, your I, dating. Yeah, I just wanted to just mention that. And I know you've never, ever, ever gone through this because 
you and Patty have been married for about 112 years. Mm-hmm. So you never, ever experienced what um, online uh, or, or personal ads in the newspaper, that that whole um, excruciating experience was like. And then following that, the online dating and the video dating and all that stuff, and then online dating. So I have not been online dating uh, it's been almost probably 10 years since I have been on it. I know it's vastly different now, but I got to tell you, I am shocked that video dating hasn't taken off more because to me, and tell me what you think about this, I would rather see a video of somebody instead of a picture, which probably isn't even them anyway, <laughs> or it's a picture of them from 12 years ago. I would rather just get an idea of a how they, you know, carry themselves, how they speak, and that's really important. Like if I, what if I get, what if I fall in love with somebody online with their picture and they're like, oh, he's really cute and he's, he's got, um, you know, he's, he's handsome and he's, he can spell <laughs> and he's gainfully employed. And then I talk to him and he talks like, and he talks like this. I would, I wouldn't know what to do. I couldn't, I don't think I could date somebody that talks like that. Is that am I being shallow? So yeah. that's why I think well, video. I, I guess so, but I mean it's part of I, it's part of what uh, you know you're looking for. So I mean I that. That's why I think video dating should be more popular now, and it's very hard. So I found an online dating site called Loco L O K O that rolled out this year, um, and they're just short little video clips, and you have 24 hours to actually. Um, connect with that person if you like what you saw on video. I, I think that's really refreshing because you get a sense of more who they are than just by a picture and some. I, I love the idea of the video because first of all, a lot of my clients say to me, oh, the apps don't work for me. I'm not very photogenic or it's my personality or my sense of humor that, that really attracts people that it's not like, I'm not like that guy that you see across the room and go, oh, I want to go meet you. Right. You have to get to know me. So I love the idea of a video because you do have, and you may have an, a, an opinion about somebody really in the first few seconds of meeting them. And, you know, I had a girlfriend who used to say to me, oh, tonight was a waste of makeup if she got all dolled up and I went out that to feeling. meet the guy yeah. <laughs> and then didn't yeah. like him, right? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So I think, yeah. you know, I mean, the beauty of the video is you could set up 10 dates if you wanted to get all hair and made up once and talk to this guy then talk to that guy then that's that genius guy. so so what do the videos look like do they, do they they walk and talk and yeah you're just sitting in front of your I, I i haven't looked into it completely but you know who who started that this company the uh, comedian norm mcdonald and mm. a friend started this hi i'm norm mcdonald my friend vivek and I have created a dating app called Loco. We are looking forward to talking about anything besides COVID-19, but you can ask us anything. Vivek is a friend of mine from Canada. He came to my house one night with a heartbreaking story. He is a single parent, and that night, his daughter said that he always took care of them, but who was to take care of him? Vivek decided to try all of the dating apps, and everyone was a nightmare. He had nightmare story after nightmare story of first dates from hell. 
We talked into the night until I had a eureka moment. If only we could eliminate the first date. And so with Loco, we figured out how. One of my favorite comedians, by the <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, he's really awesome. Yeah. And I was like, really? Norm MacDonald started this company? So I'm going to look into it and I'll get back to you a little bit more. But I just okay. feel like I can't figure out why video dating never caught on. To me, that is how you really you can sort of get to understand if you really have any something that sparks with somebody looking at a picture of somebody standing in front of their car in a tank top does it not do it for me <laughs> it doesn't do it for me um i don't know no, i get I, it i get that i do um, yeah Pat, my wife is enraptured with this guy that's on tv it's one of the one of the news people or uh, the columnists or something on one of the news channels that we yeah. tend to watch a lot and this guy comes up, he's got the looks she's looking for. Yeah. And I, I look at him and I say, what's so great about him? She goes, oh, he's a dreamboat. He's a dreamboat. And then yeah. he talks. And I think it dawned on the audience as it is dawning on this nation that the president of the United States has entered into a secret deal with Vladimir Putin. And she just crestfallen. So <laughs> sometimes I will turn See? the sound down on the TV and I will do his voice. <laughs> I'll substitute my voice for his. That's and she, so she nice likes that. <laughs> it looks to me, baby, like uh, Trump and uh, Vladimir Putin got a thing going on. That's what I'm saying. Well, I, I guess just, they're, all I, the, they're all the attributes that that you think, well, yeah. I, he's I know. nice looking and everything, but I, if, if, I, if my relationship developed with this person, could I put up with that? Day well, here's day. the deal is when you're doing online dating and you and you you're investing an enormous amount of time in 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 instant messages and then texting. And it may be weeks before you even get on the phone with this person. I think it's best to just know right up front what they sound like, if they could put a sentence together and if they can use words properly. Yeah. And if that doesn't bother you, then fine. But those things bother me. Yeah. Well, you know, I always think about people like Abraham Lincoln, who, by all accounts, had a high and reedy voice. When you see him in movies really? and TV shows, he, he did? was always, four score and seven years ago. Yes. When in Very fact, sage it was one, and four and seven years ago. Are, I mean, I'm not doing How it. How do I'm, we know that? Do well, we even have a recording of well, him? Well, we, we know it from personal, uh, you know, Experience Maybe those and people were anecdotes just from mean. people who knew him, but yeah, but yeah. they could have been mean. Who could? Who? Who? Who knows? Who knows? I yeah. Okay, right. here's anyway, my. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, well that's great, and uh, and I would like an update on that. By the way, all uh, right. here's my question. Here's my thing, and now we've gone a lot longer than I intended, but who cares? Um, I got a phone call, and I want to date. I want to characterize this uh, appropriately, and I don't want it to sound. Uh, ungrateful but I got a phone call and uh, somebody said to me I've got very good news for you Pat oh he sounds cute he sounds like somebody I'd be interested in <laughs> is that how he sounded uh, actually it was a woman oh and, <laughs> okay I've got so. very good news for you Pat <laughs> uh, no this guy calls me up and he and he says okay go ahead uh, and I'm not gonna be and very... is it somebody you know yes you haven't okay that's yeah, somebody that you know too oh okay yeah Oh, all right. uh, I won't be too specific, except that he's telling me that I have been selected and to receive a an award in uh, the broadcasting field. 
Yeah. That? Yeah. That's great. Isn't that sound great? Yes. And then as the conversation continues, it's going to be the um, the very first time this award has been given do, out. Do his voice. It's the very first time this award has been given out. Uh, we're going wow. to begin this tradition annually now, and you are among the very first in the class, uh, the very first class in 2020 to receive the award. And I Cats, in all seriousness, that's awesome. But you, I, yeah. I know okay, you, let, let and me get, I know, let me get, let, I know you're going to tell me something that's going to wreck this whole thing. I don't know if it wrecks it, but it it puts it. It makes. I just wanted to get your your take on this because then as i continue to probe a little farther i find out that i am one are you sitting down i am oh, one brother. of 175 people that is going to receive this rare award the same award yeah uh-huh 175 an people award. living and dead who are going to get this award and i'm thinking wait a minute that's not how awards work. Yeah, I didn't think 175 so. people don't win at the same time. It sort of dilutes the same it, doesn't award. it? Yeah. Well, yeah, if it were over 175 years, then yes. Yeah. Well, but, that's, that was kind of my reaction. And and again, I don't want to sound ungrateful. I mean, I who's to say I should have no, even made the, the totally cut? you should. That's totally lame. That's totally lame. I don't even know what the award is, but that's not how awards work. That's what that's I thought. That's stupid. Yeah. Let me talk to him. Give me his number. I'll talk okay. to him. Okay. All right. All right. Fair that's, enough. That's just lame. Let's 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 wrap that up. That makes me mad. I was all happy, and now I'm mad again. That's well, stupid. Are you gonna do it? I mean, are you gonna accept well, it? I don't know that there's anything to do. I think they, they if they have any sort of ceremony, it's gonna be virtual. I mean, I'll you know, they're not gonna have a big gathering at but a hotel. Let me ask you this. Yeah. He did say you were the. First, so are you number one, and who's one seventy-five? That's what I want to know. Um, you know what? Am I, I even in? Am I even in any of the one seventy-five? Okay, let's say that I'm. Let's say what? What would be the cutoff for you? Like, if you're number seventy-three, is that good enough, or do you have no. to be in the top twelve, or do you? What if you find out you're one seventy-four? That would be. Really bad. Or now, worse yet, you're 176. Yeah, now some people go, Whew, man, I slid right in there. That's good. But not me. That yeah. would make me mad. That would make me mad. Well, what makes me mad is why aren't you in there? Yeah, I don't even know what the award is, but most of your success is based on me anyway. So Of course. <sighs> well, I'll, I'll set the record straight when I accept my award. But are regard. you serious? Are but did, I mean seriously? I'm serious. Are you, yeah. No, are you? No, no. I'm asking you. Are you number one, or did he mean no. you, the, you're the first with a bunch of other people to get this? Or did uh, he I, mean I didn't you're at ask the top him of a, the? See, I didn't ask him me. about you need the me pecking to ask order these there. Things. Yeah, you got it. You need me to ask. You got it. These are things you need to ask. Well, I, I know, but that would have been ingracious after he's just told me. You know, no, and just, you've won the award. Is... Oh, thank you. Now, what, which, <laughs> no, how, where did I, where am I, how do I fit in no, in that 175? You could always, always use me and go, because you know Lisa Foster is going to ask. You could always, okay. always blame it on Let, me. Let's say, okay, he said, okay, well, to tell you the truth, you were 136. <laughs> so what am I supposed to do there? Go, oh, I don't want the stupid award. I don't know. Forget how it. do you feel about being do, 136? Do you Your turn feelings it down? might be different. Well, I don't Your think he gets up, different. you know, when they present the awards and says, and number 136 <laughs> is, 
I mean, you know. I the, think that's how it's going to go. Oh, well, if it that's is, exactly. I don't want to be there. I mean, just send it to I me. I don't want to be there. I want to be there. I hope you get to invite people to this lame <laughs> ceremony because I will be there. Okay. I will totally be there. All right. I'll keep you updated on that. Oh, too. my friend. Yeah. You deserve many more more awards. So I'm sorry I about don't. that. But here, here's that's our closing joke. Okay. All right. A wife went to, to a psychiatrist in an attempt to sort out her sex life. For half an hour, she talked about how unrewarding sex was with her husband. Oh, boy. And she said, and not only that, doctor, but he has, a, he has this really high voice all the time. <laughs> Which drives me nuts. But that's neither here nor there. And the psychiatrist is struggling to reach the root of the problem. So finally, the psychiatrist asked, Do you ever watch your husband's face while you are making love? No. She said, Well, I, I did once. And, and how did he look? Well, he looked very angry. Angry? That's very interesting. You say you've only seen your husband's face during sex once? Yes. Well, that uh, in itself is rather unusual. Now tell me, what were the circumstances that led you to see his face on the occasion that he appeared so angry? And she said, well, he was looking through the window at me. <laughs> see you later. Thanks for listening to Peculiar Podcast. I hate goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. 